0: Spanning the Nerdosphere, talking about everything you want to hear. From comics to cosplay, from the cinematic universe to fan films and everything in between. It's time to get down and nerdy. Here are your hosts, James Witham and Nick Battaglia. Well, this is a very special edition of the Down and Nerdy podcast. We don't do this very often but in instances like this. Yeah, we've got to jump on it because Legends of Tomorrow, DC's Legends of Tomorrow premieres this Thursday night. We're really excited to have one of the stars of the show, and you've actually seen her already. It's Sierra Renee, Hawkgirl herself. Sierra, how are you doing?
1: I'm pretty good.
2: So here's the cool thing about you know this, this shows coming out, of course, on CW, and here's the awesome thing about it. Of course, you're playing Hawkgirl. This is really the first time... We're seeing her outside, of course, The Flash and, and stuff on TV. So when you put on the hot girl suit for the first time, what were some of the emotions you were feeling, and were there any? was there any pressure going into the show knowing that the character never really had an on-screen treatment like this before? Uh,
1: no, I didn't really feel pressure. I mean, I think what's really great about this version of Hawk Girl is that we're not trying to stick directly to the comic version, especially since there's been so many versions and reincarnations of this particular character. Um, so it's not like I'm trying to match cut from the comic or anything like that. Um we definitely are, you know, picking and choosing pieces of her. But you know, so I feel like it's just been a really fun experience and also a cool acting challenge to kind of reinvent a bit who Hawk Girl is. And to get the, op- the opportunity to do that as kind of the first person is really awesome. And when I put the Super for the first time and its completion, it was just, it was cool. I just felt pretty badass. And it's, you know, very slimming, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's definitely pretty badass. As a matter of fact, I mean, you see on social media, you guys share so many photos from the set together. It really seems like it's a family atmosphere. So how fun has it been to work with this great ensemble cast that you have?
1: I, it's really, honestly, been so great, and I, I know that like there are many times in this business where you can't say that, where you can't say that everyone in the cast gets along. But I think because we're all so different, and our age range is also very large, and and where we come from is very different, and our um, you know experiences are very different. It's just we all kind of mesh in a really beautiful way. So it's been. Really, really lovely, and a bit of a masterclass for me, especially since this is my first TV show um, to to work with people like Victor Garber and Wentworth Miller, and so on and so forth. So,
2: well, I'm glad you actually mentioned that because not many people may know us, but you actually do have ties to Broadway. So, what was your favorite performance, both as a member of that audience and on stage, of an audience, and also on stage? And how do you pretty much bring in your experience on Broadway to television, especially in a show like this?
1: I think the stage and TV, um, or just being on camera, it it is very different on a technical and skill level. Um, But all of the acting is is really the same—being truthful in imaginary circumstances. It's the same through every medium. Um, It just kind of gets to be a bit bigger and, and, you know, cooler with effects and whatnot on TV than it does um, on stage. And then I, I think you asked what was one of my favorite performances.
2: Yeah on, when, yeah, on stage, when you were on stage, what was your favorite role? And also, what was your favorite audience moment when you remember member of the audience?
1: Oh, man, that's really hard. I've seen so many really great productions. Living in New York has been such a dream. Even if you only pay $40, you can still see some of the biggest and, you know, most awarded per, uh, performers around. Um, actually, over Christmas break, I got to go home and I saw like six or seven shows. I want to say Curious Incident was maybe my favorite out of all of them. It just was, it was well acted, well directed, well choreographed. Everything was really beautiful and it was, you know, getting to see uh, a a way of thinking that I, I don't, I wouldn't know much about. So I thought it was a really beautiful piece. And uh, I think one of my favorite, that's hard. Um, I've played Mimi twice in rent now. <laughs> um, neither of them were professional level. Um, one was college and one was high school. But uh that's definitely one of my favorites, especially since I think she and I are very different in a lot of ways. Um, in a lot of key ways. I, I, I really like the challenge of playing playing her.
0: We're talking to Sierra Renee, who, of course, plays Hot Girl on DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which premieres on the CW this Thursday at 8 o'clock Eastern. And actually, on the show, we see all of you facing off against Vandal Savage throughout time. Now, your characters kind of live through many lifetimes, so is that going to come into play at all as the season progresses? Uh,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, I think, especially with the aspect of time traveling. We have the unique opportunity to be able to go back in time or forward in time and experience different versions of Hawkgirl, which will be really awesome. And also, just in general, Kendra is you know cycling through her memories and, and and you know getting them back. So every time she has a flash or whatever, you know it's cool. We get to do these cool flashbacks and see different bits and pieces of her prior lives.
2: You know what's cool about you know the way you portray Kendra and Hawkgirl is that you know even. In, in, on the show is that the last time we saw her, she was coming to terms with her identity and her whole history. So, in what ways has she grown since the last time we saw her on television?
1: Um, you know, I think she's been training, so definitely her fighting skill has increased, and I think that's something that she continues to work on. She definitely was just a normal human being who's never been in a fight before. <laughs> 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 it's an important aspect of it. <laughs> but, you know, I think also... She kind of goes through some some traumatic things and, and learns some more information about her past and, and what she's had to go through to get to where she is that um, sort of solidifies within her that this is important and that what they're trying to do is there's a, there's a lot of gravity and, and um, importance to that. And so she really kind of strikes up a passion in her where she's like, okay, we've got to stop this guy. We have to stop this cycle there has to be a way to reroute destiny. And so that's kind of what she's struggling with now.
0: It's funny because on the flash and even on the arrow crossover episode, Kendra was very, you know, uneasy and she was kind of soft-spoken, but I think that that's going to progress a little bit, especially since there seems to be some very reluctant and uneasy alliances within the team. So we see Kendra and Hawkgirl kind of clash with anybody
1: else in the team on the show. I think Hawkgirl definitely has a hard time (laughs) <laughs> with the aspect of there being villains on on our team. Um, she's, I think she has a little bit of a black and white perspective on some things, and so this is definitely challenging her, you know, moral center and moral barometer because um, to save the world and to do it with the, the people that she's doing it with, there's definitely some you know, kind of underground sketchy stuff that has to occur so that they can do what needs to be done. So I think, yeah, she definitely struggles a little bit with that aspect. And I think generally Kendra has been a bit of an outsider kind of a loner her whole life. So mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes it's hard for her to connect, even though she really wants to.
2: Of course, talk with Sierra Renee of legends of tomorrow, which of course premieres this Thursday at 8 PM Eastern. So Sierra, here's a question without spoiling anything. What's the one scene that you're looking forward to most?
1: Hmm. <laughs> um, you can well, tell she's really trying pretty, not to spoil anything. <laughs> yeah, there's some pretty surprising background information that's given in episode 102. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that scene when we're on a college campus and we'll see what happens ah. there.
0: <laughs> see, that's why you need to keep watching. DC's Legends of Tomorrow yeah. Thursdays eight o'clock Eastern on CW. One more question for me before we let you go, Sierra. You know, there's so many on these DC TV shows. They have a history of very strong women, and how great is it to be able to continue that on Legends of Tomorrow with the great Katie Lots?
1: Oh, I love working with Katie. Um, I think she is a superhero in real life too. She's definitely so much more badass and cooler than me <laughs> with all of her. Um, you know, uh, martial arts technique and she's so, so fun. Um, but I, yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to seeing Kendra progress and really accept who she is and start kicking some ass.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and speaking of kicking
2: ass, you actually kick ass on social media. So where can people find you on social media, Sierra?
1: My handles are Sierra Renee and then the number eight for Twitter and Instagram.
0: Well, I'm sure you'll be seeing a lot of Legends of Tomorrow-related posts, not just this Thursday when the show premieres at 8 o'clock Eastern on the CW, but all season long. We are really looking forward to what I think is going to be one of the best shows that DC has put out so far. Sierra thank you so much for talking Hot Girl and Legends of Tomorrow with us. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you.
2: So, James, next time you walk around the corner, do be aware because I'm a hitch in the face with a mace.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be aware of that because Hawk Girl is going to become more and more badass, I have a feeling, as she said, coming up on DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which, again, we want to remind you, Thursday... 8 o'clock Eastern on the CW, not just this Thursday, but every Thursday coming up this season. And I'm excited, man. We had, we had the top opportunity to talk to Sierra Renee and already being able to see her work on The Flash and on Arrow. I just knew that she's going to play a huge role in Legends of Tomorrow coming up.
2: Well, exactly, because, you know, they've been kind of teasing at her since, well, actually, yeah, since the end of the first season of Flash, when we saw her for that brief second when the whole wormhole opened. And, you know, since then, she's been more involved in the story arc in terms of Flash, and even, you know, we saw her on Arrow a little bit, too. Um, And here's the thing that I liked as well, is that, you know, this is really the first incarnation of Hawkgirl we're seeing where it's live action, and Mm -hmm. I think it's much more serious than we've seen in the past. And... She's done just a brilliant job with the character and just, you know, again, as a character who pretty much gets reinvented after every time she dies, she's really, you know, done a phenomenal job with this type of character.
0: And I love the fact that the way they brought her in initially, they just allowed her to evolve and be a little green, you know, like she said, when you asked her that question that she's getting training now, so she might be a little bit different Since the last time you saw her, I like that they were doing that with the character. And if you're going to reinvent a character like this, I definitely think that's the way to go. So hopefully this is a little bit of insight for you before you watch Legends of Tomorrow this Thursday.
2: Exactly. That's going to do it for this interview. And a special interview, I should say, that we had with Sierra Renee of DC's Legend of Tomorrow. Don't forget, again, it premieres this coming Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on The CW. And, of course, we're going to have a regularly scheduled programming show Friday at one as well. That's going to do it for us here on the Down and Nerdy Podcast. You remember, you can hit us up on the Twitter at Down 757 on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Down I'm at Merkle One Arm on Twitter, Mr. Witham.
0: I'm at James Ace And don't forget, DownNerdy We'll have a special section actually for this interview on our website, you'll see the logo right there. Just click on that. You can share the interview with your friends, tell more people about DC's Legends of Tomorrow on the CW, and just all kinds of other stuff that we've got up on our website. Comic book reviews, you name it, we've got it. We hope you'll check us out.
2: Exactly. And with that, I leave you with this, as I do every time we record something, folks. Price safe comic book reading, always bag and board your comics. And thank you to Warner Brothers for helping us put this together. You guys are awesome.